Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard their point. Now, hear the counterpoint on Libertarian Counterpoint Podcasts. Good afternoon and welcome to Libertarian Counterpoint Podcast. Uh, We're coming at you on September 4th, still in the embers of some rioting and other uh, police actions going on out there. Uh, so, but we're looking to give you the uh, libertarian take on the news you've heard. Uh, you've heard the left and the right version. Um, it, today, with me on the panel, I have libertarian, or excuse me, I have Leon the Word Brathwaite, uh, last word in liberty. He is a retired engineer from the state of California. Uh, he's up in my left hand corner, and in my right hand corner, uh, we have uh, Tim. Our, ever our screaming eagle of freedom he is a uh, pilot in the state of california as well and my name is jason mcphee and i'll be your host today uh so <clears throat> jumping right into the topics uh it looks like the uh recently the uh conventions wrapped up so we had uh, uh democrats went first and then a week later i guess it was followed by the republicans and uh it looked like uh the the Democrat one was sort of a trial run for <laughs> the one that was slightly more well put together the second time. I guess, you know, whoever had to go first in the uh, in this COVID era of everything is remote, you know, got to be the guinea pig. And that was the, the Dems on this one. So the Republicans had a, things lined up a little bit more. So uh, it, it seems like Trump might have gotten a little bit of a bump from this. What do you guys think? Uh, any takeaways from the conventions? Well, I, I thought, I mean, I didn't see all of the convention. Uh, both both convention. I didn't see all of it, but I saw some of it. Probably more the Republican than than the Democrats. But there's no doubt the um, the Republicans put on a very very good show. There's no doubt about that compared to what the Democrats put on. And out of the convention, there's no doubt that Trump have gotten a, a significant bump out of it. I think the polls are tightening significantly. I didn't. Th- I hope Joe Biden didn't expect to win. The presidency of the United States by staying in his bunker, a man that is going senile. I don't know how that was going to work out for him. But the um, even the betting odds, um, the betting odds, which is um, which you know where people are actually putting their money on the line as to who's going to win. I mean, it still favors Biden, but it it have significantly tightened compared to to mid midsummer. So Trump did gain from that from that um from. From the from the from the RNT, and I think the RNT did a hell of a job. In I mean I know it's a big sales job, it's a big sales pitch and all that, but did, I think they did a hell of a job putting it on. They, re- they really did. I uh, I don't watch television, so <laughs> <laughs> for uh, for my own sanity, uh, you know I I don't especially wouldn't watch. Uh, Convention, uh, political convention. Uh, I mean, I don't know how anybody. Uh, Leon, hats off to you for being able to watch that and still not, um, you know, end up in some insane asylum somewhere, uh, taking <laughs> taking uh, medication from Nurse Cratchit. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I, people. The, the thing, I, and I didn't even watch the video, but apparently for the Republican convention, there was some lady that was uh, in, dressed in red and she was very flamboyant or something. And they were they were uh, talking about, you know, how 
much she was on drugs or something. I, do, do you either of you know what I'm, what I'm talking uh, about? No, I'm not quite sure. But the one okay. thing I can say, though, Tim, is it sounds like you questioned the value of Leon's time. That's what I was going to say. Leon is retired. He therefore gets a pass for wasting as much time as he wants. I mean, he's got a lot of time to waste. And some of us are... Uh, are still still working, some of us, and yes. don't have quite so much time on our hands. But yeah. <laughs> not that not that I couldn't have done it. Uh, it's not like you know I didn't have the time, and not that I couldn't have jumped through enough hoops to get our our little uh, TV antenna that's inside the house uh, and connect it to TV and watched it if I wanted to, but. I need more motivation than a political campaign uh, or uh, what is a convention. Uh, I yeah. need more, yeah. more than that. <laughs> well, you know, just to give a few highlights to those of you out there who, who along with uh, Tim took the wiser course potentially of not bothering to watch either. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, the DNC uh, one was, was it, it I didn't watch a lot of it either. Uh, sorry, the DNC one, anyways. I, I saw a little bit of the Republican one, but uh, the DNC one, from what I saw, it was it was a little bit odd and canned. I mean, there's no live audience, and you know that's an right. artifact of the COVID thing. And so you had whenever they wanted to, uh, you know, go to applause, they they had I guess some of their you know faithful out there with cameras on them, you know, and so the speech went in. And they sort of be staring at the screen, <laughs> and there'd be a delay, and then maybe someone would start slowly. <laughs> Not sure when they were supposed to clap or whatever, and so it was. It was kind of a very odd vibe for the uh, for the Democrat convention, at least the, the bits and pieces I saw of it. Um, I watched a little bit of uh, Michelle Obama's speech, and I, I I kind of felt like it was it was. You know, it, it always feels like with hers, uh, the idea is she's trying to to fly in as the voice of civility, but she always comes across to me sort of as an undercurrent of divisiveness, you know, so I, I don't know, that, that's this? the way, uh, Michelle Obama, so yeah. you know, oh, she came oh. off, and so I, I wanted to at least see her speech, uh, but yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, that's, that's some of the vibe I took away from theirs, but in the Republican side of things, you know, I guess they had some issues with even being able to hold it where they wanted to. I guess one of the states wasn't allowing them. A Democrat governor or something was, you know, kind of pulling the plug on them in COVID. So they just did it at the White House. And they, they put the chairs on the lawn. And so they had a real audience there for part of it. And so it actually had a much more of a sort of a normal vibe to it, you know, when people would speak and there'd be some uh, applause and other things. But then the, the other crazy aspect was as they finished it, they had this massive fireworks display, and the fireworks shot up in the sky and said "Trump 2020" on it a oh few times. So that was you know, that really made the Dems mad, I think. So. You know, buddy, buddy, oh um, buddy, uh, buddy, DNC, buddy, DNC just put on a show where that they just they just telling us that um, oh, here's racist America, here's racist America. We're gonna cure it. We're gonna cure it because there's no vaccine for racism. That was Kamala Harris. Yeah. And all they were doing was playing their identity politics, which, which to me is quite disgusting, quite friendly. It makes you want to want to want to throw up. But they're saying, "Here's racist America, racist America." But go home and then vote for us. 
You know, this is yeah. kind of damn nonsense They'll they expect it. to win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, come I, on. Ridiculous. I heard, I heard that uh, and read and uh, saw. I'll watch Tulsi Gabbard. You know, I'm a fan. Uh, who, who you know, by the way, was omitted from the Democrat right, convention. Right, right. Yeah. Yes, yes. You know, and, and of course, you know, you don't agree with everything uh, anybody said, you know, right. anybody stands for, but, you know, you, you you can like people for certain things. So I like Tulsi. And one of the things, uh, yeah, she, so that was their, oh, historically in these um, uh, political um what are, rallies? Not not rallies. What am I thinking? Um, help me out. The convention. uh, conventions. Convention. Convention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he really doesn't watch it. <laughs> traditionally, <laughs> traditionally, uh, these um, conventions. If you have uh, gathered any, um, uh, uh, what are they? <laughs> God, I can't think of it. The, the votes, the votes. Joseph okay. Gabbard had like, I don't know, five or so. A small oh, delegates, 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 you're talking about him. Delegates. <laughs> <laughs> I just woke up from my yeah. afternoon nap. Leery <laughs> eyed here. So, yeah, she had. Kind of like if you had been sitting through the DNC convention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the libertarian uh, viewpoint? Well, we don't have no here. at least not here. So she she had had received these delegates, but uh, they, you know, but they did not invite her. Oh, heaven forbid, you know, and so. My comment on Facebook was that's the biggest compliment that DNC yeah. could have ever paid Tulsi Gabbard was not to invite her in spite of the traditional invitation yeah. going out to people that had delegates. So yeah, you're right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So but, you know, I I didn't feel sorry in the least for uh, Tulsi, I, you know, and, and she handled it the adult way. She handles everything else. And, uh, you know, I, I just thought it was great that sh that they did not even invite her at all. I thought that was well, awesome. Well, they, they, they would have broken their vibe because she's a u unity voice. I mean, she really does try she to is. show respect when she talks. Yeah. And that's clearly not the rest of their vibes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We don't want, they don't want Tulsi up there. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's uh, yeah, I, I, I have that. All, and that's not much of a addition to the subject matter, but there you have it. <laughs> I can't even remember the terms, let alone have an opinion. <laughs> well, you know, Tim, the, the other thing you, you'd mentioned before, I couldn't help but notice, you said it'd have to be people who were, you know, people who are working just don't have time to watch it, but so much of the country right now isn't working for, you know, uh, <laughs> either that or that. Yeah. So the, so, but they, they may not, they may be too busy working to watch those who are working, but the rest, maybe they're too busy rioting to watch. And that's actually yeah. kind of what we saw at the end of the Republican convention. There were a lot of rioters outside of the convention who were, uh, I guess, given the people leaving the convention a really hard time. And Rand Paul yeah. got swept up in that. And, yes, uh, yes, yes yeah. I saw that. I did see the yes. video on it. Well, and, yeah, and, and for, for those of you who don't, who didn't see it, uh, apparently, they just give you a quick background on it. So uh, when they went to leave, there was a big problem. The Secret Service apparently uh, offered to take some of the people who they were concerned about to, I think, a different location on a bus to, to keep them away from the crowds. And But Rand Paul's 
uh, hotel was apparently a block or so away from the, the White House. Blocks. So he had to come back on an Uber. He couldn't get within a couple blocks of the hotel. And as he was uh, left the Uber and tried to walk, the crowd spotted him, and they came after him. And fortunately for him, he got up to a policeman. A few other policemen surrounded him with their bikes, and it was yeah. a pretty brutal walk to his hotel where they were really shoving those policemen, you know, and, uh, yeah. uh, and, and, and also yelling at him too. say her name to the guy who wrote the bill for Breonna yeah. Taylor. On no, knock yeah. works. Say her name. Yeah. And, I mean, he's yeah. the guy who's actually speaking for you in Congress right now. <laughs> so yeah. Right. Really Which it, it, so. it, uh, it, uh, is consistent with the yeah. things that have been going on. So the, you know, you tear down people that have built up things over the centuries and you, you know, whether they had slaves or not, you know, back then, two, three hundred years ago, that, that's a, a whole nother story. But, you know, you want to tear down those things and then you you uh, encounter one guy who's done more for for criminal justice reform than anyone else that I know of in the United States. And you yell at him specifically about specific legislation that he's introduced and championed. And, uh, you know, so it's just, it just doesn't matter who or what it's about. They just want to tear things down. They're just, um, and I, I entered. I listened uh, to today mostly, and and yesterday uh, to an interview on the Tom Woods show with a guy that uh, was talking about postmodernism, and uh, this guy's written a recent book about it, and he's made the most sense out of the whole thing. I mean, it's. Uh, I'll I'll send you guys uh, the link to it, but it's a uh, it's an eye opener about what is going on to motivate these people. And I mean, they are whacked out people. This is this, and it's, it's uh, I'm not saying it's, you know, it's, it's mainstream at all, but I'm just saying that, boy, there are some fringe people out there that are whacked out. Uh, unhinged. Unhinged. <laughs> unhinged, yes. Yeah, you know, you know un, un, honestly, the ignorance is the COVID of these mostful, mostly peaceful protesters. It's it's really unbelievable the ignorance that these people are demonstrating out there. Just like you said, Tim, they tear down all of the all of the statues. They want to tear down all the things that have made this country what it is, and then they want to turn around now and tear down the people that are doing things to to mm -hmm. promote, you know, whether it's, it's racial justice, social justice, criminal reform, prison reform, whatever. People doing work on these things, and they're trying to tear that down too. I mean, ignorance of the ignorance of these people is mind-boggling. It's yeah, un and, unbelievable. And if you're not with them, you are against them. Against them, exactly. Yeah, it exactly. doesn't matter what you're guilty of or not guilty of. The whole right. system is uh, corrupt in their eyes, and they want to tear the whole thing down. Uh, good parts, bad parts, every part. And uh, I don't. Of course, they. <laughs> Oh, God help them if they had to actually build something in its place, yeah. build something upon the ashes of the existing system. Because holy Toledo. But they, but, but they the truth of the matter is they did, they did build something. You know, they built all these uh, these independent zones, the CHAP and the CHAS yeah. in, 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 in yeah. Seattle and Portland. Yeah. And, in, and in Washington, D.C. How did that turn out? They did yeah. build something. <laughs> How did it turn out? None too well. <laughs> 
<laughs> and thank goodness if they were to have to, you know, if, if they get around to building the guillotines, which this may be coming to, yeah. well, we get, they, they probably won't work very well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they've ever hammered a nail in their lives, you know. But... They just. We can all rest assured that if even Wolf were in line for the guillotine, it may be a long way for those things. I, I think I think they'll be burning people at the stake because that's more in line to what they're used to doing than than yeah. building a guillotine. They they will burn people at the stake. Yeah, yeah. they like to burn things. Yeah, although they t- they tend to you know. Uh, yeah, to get a few of their own in some of these as well. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, Ooh. as far as uh, some of these protests goes as well, it's uh, it's not just at the Republican convention that they're out there. There's also been a few more incidents uh, in uh, uh, Kenosha, uh, Wisconsin. Uh, there was a fellow named Jacob Blake, and there was another police shooting, uh, and you know. Essentially, I'll give you a quick background on it. The uh, the police were called to the scene by a woman who claimed that uh, this Jacob Blake was harassing. It sounds like even maybe sexually assaulting her, uh, potentially. And and so the police get there. There is a uh, they try to arrest the uh, the man, and there's a struggle. Apparently, they try to use the tasers on him. Didn't work. And so as they're pointing their guns at him and telling him to stop, he proceeds to his car, he starts to go into his car, looks like he could be reaching into it. At that point, they opened fire and shot him about seven times, I believe, in the back. Did not kill him, though. But that this has sparked the next riot. And I, I just can't imagine, you know, you, you know, you may, you know, say, well, maybe they could have somehow done a better job, but certainly... Criminal conduct. I mean, Biden has has called for them to be charged. You know, at this point, the police there, and I, I can't imagine you're there to you know arrest somebody who's charged with assaulting a woman, and you you try to arrest him. He's he resists, and you pull your guns out. You tell him to stop, and he doesn't. And there, there's a shooting. At what point did does Biden imagine and the left who appear apparently are rioting all over Kenosha right now? What point do they imagine that this is? You know, I, I, it seems beyond me. I don't know if you guys have this, me. You see, this is, this is the ridiculousness of all of these cases, okay? And nobody wants to look at the facts of the case. Everybody wants to jump. Every time we have a police shooting now, especially when we have a black person being shot, everybody wants to link it to George Floyd, okay? What happened with George Floyd was unjust, unfair, and criminal. And I hope those police officers go to jail. Let's get that out of the way. What happened in this particular case now is another piece of ridiculousness now. The police take their guns, pointed at this man, tells him to get on the ground, okay? Get on the ground so that they could arrest him without incident. They told him this. If you look at the video, there were several commands, get on the ground. And this was after he resisted. This was even after he resisted. After he resisted, exactly. 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 The guy turns around now, even after the police point a gun at you and commands you to get on the ground. The guy turns around, walks into his car and reach into his car. Now, what is the police officer to assume? Are they going to assume he's going to reach in the car? Oh, he's just getting a pen to write something down? What do you think he's going to assume? They're going to think he's going to get a gun. That's their first thing. That's their first thought. So what's going to happen next? They're going to fire. 
The police already told you we will fire, but they didn't use words. But they pointed a gun at you. We will fire if you don't follow our commands. And he did not. He went to the. He went into his car, reached for something. What next? Now we have all of these people out there rioting now, rioting over this. Why? I mean, I can see the protests over George Floyd, but why are you rioting over this? <coughs> Look at the video. Just goes to show you can get shot seven times the nine millimeter and still survive. That's <laughs> yes, <laughs> I guess. But yeah, maybe I, that's. Uh, I think the guy, I think the guy is, crippled, is crippled from the waist down. Though, to be honest, I think he's crippled from the waist down. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I heard too. Yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Uh, what what else can I say? Uh, but you heard uh, there's a little bit of a. A wrinkle in the story behind George Floyd, in that uh, the the uh, the autopsy shows that he may have died of an overdose. He had a lot sure. of drugs in his system. So I saw that. Yes, I saw yeah. that. Okay, so so maybe you know the maybe it wasn't the neck thing that uh, that actually killed him. I don't know. I don't no. know. That's that's for somebody else to decide. It's just that you know. I think that. The three of us, at least, are sane enough people to uh, accept, uh, you know, a, a, a uh, whatever outcome came from that based on, you know, on, on basic scientific e evidence. I, I would, I would think. I mean, it's, it's, it's so hard for us, even with a video, you know, to uh, to make judgments uh, just based on that without having other other knowledge. Well, but, you know, this, this really true. highlights the, the point, too, and this is why we should avoid mob justice, which is, is yeah. all that, the, especially the left has been about in recent days. I mean, it's just a, an absolute shame yeah. about individual standards of liberty and justice that we've devolved into this, you know, burn and destroy a city and then, you know, uh, essentially, you know, say that people are, are absolutely justified in, in destroying buildings based upon snippets of information that they've gotten. I, that's right. it's just su such backwards thinking. And when you look at this Jacob Blake situation, the first video that came out did not show the whole situation. It showed only the part where the policeman was trying to follow him around his car with his gun pointed out, and he goes yes. in the car, and then he gets shot. It doesn't say any of the rest. And then uh, the CNN and some of these others, I'm not sure if we can see it in, but this was the story I was hearing from I, I, some of the news outlets, was that he was there to mediate a dispute, this Jacob Blake. It's yeah, right. exactly. That's what I first As a matter of fact, yeah. I, I first heard that. That's what I first yeah. heard. So it's just complete media gaslighting, which is just unbelievable. I mean, here you have a situation where we are, are having riots across the country. People are being killed and shot. And this also happened in Kenosha, too. I don't know if I have time enough to dig into that today. Uh, with the, I think it was the kid's name was Kyle Rittenhouse, who uh, shot a few of the... Uh, uh, the looters, I guess you'd call them yeah. out there. But yeah. but, uh, but the, the, the issue is that people are in this climate, you know, where they're just reacting to anything, and the media is throwing information out there that's so completely wrong at the beginning of a story. You know, the idea that he was called, the police were called on a man who had a warrant on, out on him, and he was being called specifically for sexual assault, and the, poli uh, and the media portrays him as a victim in the case, as somebody who was there to resolve a dispute between other people. I mean, absolutely insane. It, it just, it, it really, 
I, I find this really frustrating with the news, and it's really showing that our media has devolved into some kind of tribal echo chambers that you just can't trust. You have to check sources constantly and try and make sure you're hearing the uh, story from other places. And you wonder why have... I don't watch the news. Yeah. <laughs> but you see what's happening now? What's happening now? We have, we have a fire of racial tension going on out there right now. All mostly created by the media. Honestly, really, mostly created by the media. And what they are doing now is they're throwing gasoline on that fire that they created. Okay? Because every time we have a shooting, nobody <laughs> wants to look at the facts of the case. All they want to say, white police officer, shoot black guy. We don't care about the facts of the case. We have to do something. We have to go out and protest. We have to loot. We have to do this. And then the media will get out and tell us and look at us and lie to us and tell us, oh, they are mostly peaceful protesters. Mostly peaceful yeah. protesters. And they're yeah. just trying to seek racial justice. They're throwing gasoline on our existing fire. That is what is going on right now. And it's going to destroy us unless we do something about it. Well, speaking of gasoline being thrown on the yeah. fire. Um, Gaslighter. <laughs> uh, trying to... Uh, I guess I'm not getting my sound effect here. Well, it is time. <laughs> well, I tell you, we, we tried to set up the sound effect before the show, and it's just not cooperating right now. But anyway, that said, it's time for our knucklehead noise patrol session. <laughs> and speaking of gas, if we can get our visual up here, James, um, uh, uh, throwing fire on the situation. Uh, so the winner this week of the Knucklehead Noise Patrol is CNN. And, you know, we talk about the media being responsible for this. I mean, fiery but mostly peaceful protests Protest. after three years. Yeah, and this is from Kenosha. So this is exactly from the Jacob Blake thing that we were just talking about. And the mm -hmm. idea that the media completely gaslighting everybody. I mean, it looks like a war zone behind the guy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <people. laughs> could you yeah. could could imagine this? The guy yes. here is a reporter, a reporter standing right there, reporting on what's going on. And and in the bottom right there, it says, fire, but mostly peaceful. You are looking at buildings burning down, people probably yeah. losing their lives or something like that. People being displaced by all of this. Businesses have been lost, but it's mostly peaceful. Could you imagine that? Wow. Well, yeah, I think they burned only 40% of the city, so that left 60% unburned, maybe mostly peaceful. I don't know. I don't know what, how they're coming up with this. But, uh. Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of like a, an airplane, Tim, I suppose. When it crashes, the flight was mostly peaceful. Oh, it, it was, yeah, of course, yes. Oh, for yeah. sure. It was just, it was just that, that last 10 minutes when they lost the, the engine yeah. on fire or whatever, yeah. It's only the last 10 yeah. minutes that was bad. The whole flight was broken. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. That's it. That's perfect. perfect. Uh, I imagine uh, the CNN report with that would show a plane, uh, pieces on fire scattered all over the place. Mostly safe flight, right? Yeah. If they were being consistent and not a bunch of different that's how they would that's how they would uh, report on that uh, crash. That's exactly how they do it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if, I, if, I, if, I, if it was pilot error that caused that caused the plane crash, then the the pilot could always say, "Yeah, hey, come on, man, my flight was good. It's just the yeah. last five minutes. Then go to what? <laughs> gonna go to where? You can't you fire me. Too, 
Two hours, two hours I flew the flight. Everybody was happy. It's just the yes. last five minutes, and you're gonna fire me over that? Yeah. Come on. You know? <laughs> we know. It's outrageous. I'm thinking maybe CNN is doing so badly in ratings that they oh, do it up on news and they're competing with the Babylon Bee at this point. <laughs> so, so, well, that sound, even though that's not our normal in the show sound, is actually right on cue. <laughs> so, I just, I my girlfriend. Okay. Oh, yeah. my, my girlfriend's calling. Okay, uh, sounds good. Hopefully, uh, from a safe, non-riding, uh, mostly safe place. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us for the show, um, and uh, you can catch more of our shows at libertariancounterpoint.com or catch us on Facebook at Libertarian Counterpoint on Facebook. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, we thank you for joining us today, and we look forward to seeing you on the next one. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>